Now that Halloween is over, it's time for Christmas, right? If you want to decorate for Christmas already, by all means, do your thing. The world has enough bummers that we don't need to rain on someone's parade if they want to bring a little more joy into their life by decorating for Christmas at the beginning of November. The talk of Christmas actually reminds me of one of my favorite Christmas movies, Scrooge. The 1970s musical adaptation of the classic A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. For those who haven't heard of this, Ebenezer Scrooge is a miserly, miserable man who claims to hate Christmas and people until he is visited by three ghosts. The ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas future. Each teach him a lesson about gratitude, love for life and people, and the joy of the holidays. But every time I hear the word Ebenezer, I think of Scrooge. Our theme of momentum is taking us from an uncharted journey with Joseph to a focus on intentional gratitude. And today we hear part of the story of Samuel, the last judge of Israel. Generations after Joseph, so after the Israelites were slaves in Egypt, after Moses led the Israelites across the Red Sea and then they wandered in the desert for 40 years, finally entering into the promised land of Canaan, the Israelites were ruled by a succession of judges. Now the Israelites promised to follow God and they didn't always get it right. They'd fall away from following the Lord and then they would be oppressed by another nation. A judge would rise up from the people. They'd follow God again. And this cycle continued for roughly 400 years or so until the Israelites asked God for a king. So Samuel, he was a prophet. And like I mentioned before, he was also the last judge of Israel. He was the one who anointed both King Saul and King David. Then Samuel said to the house of Israel, if you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Astartes from among you. Direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So Israel put away the Baals and the Astartes, and they served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, gather all Israel at Mitzvah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered at Mitzpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord. They fasted that day and said, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the people of Israel at Mitzpah. When the Philistines heard that the people of Israel had gathered in Mitzpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the people of Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistines. The people of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, and pray that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. So Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. As Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel. But the Lord thundered with a mighty voice that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were routed before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of Mitzpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them down as far as beyond as beth -car. Then Samuel took up a stone and set it up between Mitzpah and Jeshanah and named it Ebenezer. For he said, thus far the Lord has helped us. 
So the Philistines were subdued and did not again enter the territory of Israel. The hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. The towns that the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel, from Ekron to Gath. And Israel recovered their territory from the hand of the Philistines. There was peace also between Israel and the Amorites. Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. Where we meet Samuel in today's focus text is 20 years after the Ark of the Covenant was stolen from the Israelites by the Philistines and then returned to them. But they were still under the Philistine rule. The Ark of the Covenant was the golden case which carried the Ten Commandments, Aaron's staff, and a jar of the manna from the Israelites wandering in the wilderness. And if you're an Indiana Jones fan, it was the item being sought after in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was the most sacred relic of the Israelites. It symbolized God's presence among them. The Israelites and the Philistines believed that just having the Ark of the Covenant in their possession would grant God's favor on them, and they would be free, free to worship false gods. This turned the Ark of the Covenant from this sacred relic, which was a sign of God's presence, into this magic talisman that would somehow bring luck and good fortune to those who had it. But that's not what it was. Samuel called the Israelites to turn away from worshiping false gods and to worship the Lord alone. And the Philistines tried to attack the Israelites again, and the Israelites cried out to God. They pleaded for Samuel to pray that they be delivered from the hands of the Philistines. The Philistines were thrown into confusion. They were thwarted. They were pushed out of the land of Israel. And at the defeat of the Philistines, Samuel took this stone. He set it at the place where they were assembled, and he called it Ebenezer, which means stone of help or stone of the helper. He did this to remind them that this victory over the Philistines belonged entirely to God. Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing is a favorite hymn of mine. And I'm not going to lie, for the longest time, I had no idea what Here I Raise My Ebenezer meant. Well, now I do. It means Here I Raise My Stone of Help. Here I give thanks to God for the blessings given to me, for the help that has come to me. It's a phrase of gratitude, a, a reminder to us that our help comes from God. So thinking back to a Christmas carol, I, you know, I find Ebenezer Scrooge's name ironic. Stone of help, but a selfish and unfriendly person unwilling to help others. Mr. Scrooge was certainly both of those things. He was a selfish, self-centered man who thought because he had money, he could treat people like dirt. But he saw the error of his ways through supernatural means, and he made a significant change in his life. And you know, maybe this is kind of like the Israelites in the time of Samuel. They had turned away from God. They thought that just having the ark in their possession would mean that they could do whatever without really trusting in God, without really relying on God, you know, just relying on this ark. However, they learned that the ark was not a magic talisman. The ark was not a good luck charm. And so they turned away from worshiping the false gods. And God brought chaos and confusion to the Philistines, which then delivered the Israelites from their rule out of gratitude and as a reminder to the Israelites of the goodness and mercy and the help that comes from God, the Ebenezer was raised by Samuel 
living out our faith and showing gratitude are not passive actions. We are called to be intentional as we live lives that give glory to God. We're called to be intentional as we show gratitude to God and gratitude to others in our lives. So this momentum of God's story crashing into our lives doesn't lead us into passivity, but instead it drives us forward. It drives us into community with each other. It drives us into service to our neighbors. And that is part of the beauty of God's story and of our story. They are living, they are breathing, they are active. We also commemorate today All Saints Day when we remember with thanksgiving and gratitude those who have gone before us, the saints in our lives who have received the promise made in their baptisms and are with God forever in the communion of saints in heaven. We also remember those who have been baptized this last year, joining the communion of saints here on earth, the body of Christ. We invite you to light a candle in honor or in memory of a saint in your life, a physical reminder of their life and of God's presence among us. We give thanks for their lives and for the promises made by God when we are claimed as God's children. As we raise our own Ebenezers, our own stones of help, reminders of how God is with us, let us remember the good news of Christ. Let us sing with thanksgiving, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen. This week, I encourage you to take a deeper look by journaling about, meditating on, or talking about these questions, either by yourself or with another person or a small group. The first is, what is an Ebenezer in your life, reminding you to trust in the goodness and mercy of God? And the second is, what does it mean to you to have gratitude, especially intentional gratitude?